Well, hello there, babes, and welcome back to another episode of Your Place or Mine, the podcast that covers self-love pep talks, steamy stories, and the ridiculous dating life that happens here in Toronto. I'm your host, Jesse Olson. Babes, 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 how we feeling? It's Monday, it's cloudy. I've had a lot of coffee, so I'm feeling ready to fucking go. (laughs) I hope everyone had an enjoyable weekend. I spent a lot of time drinking outside with friends, and it was super wonderful. Life has been hella busy, and it was nice to have a bit of a calmer weekend. I didn't do any comedy, and I'm 100% okay with that, because it was nice to have a little bit of a break after doing like four or five shows last week. Um, It was nice. Nice little pause. And this week, I'm heading to stay at a friend's place. Uh, Two dear friends of mine are heading on vacation for a week and a half, and they have an adorable little pup named Kenny, and I get to go dog sit for the week. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, It's nice to kind of have a change of scenery for the week. They have this really cool condo down by the water with a really nice view and a dope pool, Uh, like an outdoor pool that's like an infinity kind of pool outside. So yeah, I'm excited to spend the week hanging out with a cute pup, hanging out in a different space, got some fun dates lined up, um, and some comedy. So I think it's going to be really good. Uh, Today's episode, I wanted to get a little bit deeper, a little more serious with you babes. I know uh, the podcast over time is forever evolving and uh, there is a lot of comedy focused stuff that's been happening on here but we still keep it spicy and relationshipy and on brand for what we're doing here. But I have really been kind of grappling and struggling with my current relationships situation and I have been journaling about it a lot lately and I find that talking some of this stuff out to you babes and also the void of the internet universe (laughs) kind of helps me to like unpack how I'm feeling about certain things and really just like dig through what the fuck is going on in my life. (laughs) So I've, I've really been struggling with being single. And I know I've like mentioned this in the podcast for a little while. I've technically been single now for three and a half years. And that was when my last long-term relationship ended. Who was with, uh, what was his name on the podcast? Calvin. <laughs> Sometimes I forget the fake names I give men from my past. But yeah, it's it's been a while. And I, through the course of the pandemic, when I took a break from dating and was really figuring out like what I wanted and really just getting re getting comfortable again being single and really finding a way to become whole again all in my own so I did feel really comfortable and happy and positive and in a good headspace when I was single and I'm really really happy that I have gotten there and obviously I talk about like yeah I've been single for three and a half years but that doesn't mean I've been alone for three and a half years I've had a bunch of partnerships some of them have been a little bit longer term, some of them have been shorter term, some of them have been for a night, some of them have been for five months, but I haven't really had a fucking awesome romantic connection in that period of time. I had some micro connections that I thought were turning romantic that did not, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a minute, and 
it kind of fucking sucks. I'm going to be honest. I think when I think back to like how I'm feeling about this whole situation and why I'm in the situation that I am, I am feeling like healthy in how I've framed it. Like I understand that the fact that the last few years, however long we've been in this fucking pandemic has really changed the game. And I know being non-monogamous was socially irresponsible there for a couple of years. And so I am really happy with where I'm at in my own headspace that I'm not spiraling down the, like, I'm going to be single forever because I don't have value as a human. Like, that's not what it is because I'm fucking awesome and I'm a hot babe and I have tons of value and I'm a really great partner. I do realize that what we've just been through and going through this socially distant time is exactly the reason that I'm not in another relationship. But I am ready for that time to come to a close, babes. <laughs> uh, for any of you babe listeners who are also single and have been single through the pandemic, you, I'm sure, completely understand where I'm coming from. And I, I was talking with a girlfriend yesterday. We were... She's been seeing someone new. They've just been on a few dates, but it's going really well. I'm so fucking excited for her um, because she's also been single for a minute. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm pumped and I'm wishing her nothing but positive things. And I think this is going in a really fun, cool direction. And I am starting to see more and more people who are like going on good dates and getting connected with great people. And I do believe as we come a little bit more out of the pandemic and more people are out and about and there's events going on and more people are meeting new people and connecting with new people. And I even just think on dating apps, like more people are like, yeah, okay, I'm like ready to actually do this. Summer's here. Let's have some fun. So there is a big part of me that feels like it's like just around the corner for me, right? Like I'm going to meet someone super wonderful and that could be any day now. And I think the frustrating part is back in January when I was like looking towards my year in 2022 and the things that I wanted, I had this wedding coming up at the end of July and I really just wanted to have someone I was hanging out with that I could bring to the wedding. And it doesn't need to be someone that I was like in love with (laughs) because that takes time. But I was really hoping that I would have someone who was like an ongoing, even casual partner who might be fun to bring with me because it's like an out-of-town wedding. I'll be staying over at an Airbnb. And like the clock's fucking ticking. (laughs) It's in like a month and a half. And I'm really, I feel like I was so confident at the beginning of the year that as things opened up more and more people were getting out there and being connected that it would be easier for me to like slip into some type of a partnership. And it's just not happening yet. So when this happens and like I get to a point where I'm like not whatever moving forward in an aspect of my life that I'd like to be moving forward then I do try and focus on self-reflection and it's like what am I what could I be doing differently are there like certain opportunities I should be taking advantage of like looking at being single from like a systems oriented standpoint (laughs) and I don't like I don't want to go too far into like the analytics of falling in love (laughs) because I realize that's like not what this is about but it there is still like setting myself up for success and things like if I just stay home and never go out it's going to be really hard to meet a partner (laughs) like waiting for Mr. Right to knock on your door but it is now kind of causing me to question and unpack like how I want to like begin a like hard search for a partner because I do think 
over, over the past two, whatever three years I haven't been hard searching for a partner I've been open to partners and I have been hoping that I would meet someone but it wasn't a focus because the focus for the last 10 months has been career and comedy and having a fucking great time <laughs> and I think there's I'm really searching for some middle ground where I am prioritizing finding a partner because I like in the past when I've met partners it hasn't been like accidentally stumbling into partnerships I have like gone looking for partners and I found them on dating apps or whatever like some in real life meetups when I'm like going out and looking to meet people I also feel like right now I am like portraying a very sex positive version of myself <laughs> so like what I mean by that is like when you look at my resume right now I I do comedy that is very sex and dating focused I produce comedy shows that are sex and dating focused I run a podcast that is sex and dating focused and also about self-love and comedy and other things as well and then I work part-time for a sex toy company <laughs> so like I'm really putting out there like hot slut energy <laughs> and that is obviously a very big part of my life and I fucking love that since choosing to leave my full-time job in December I can just be open about the fact that I like to fuck I think that prioritizing pleasure and being a hedonist is completely valid as a choice for women and everyone else and I love that I can be my entirely authentic self and like there aren't really repercussions like I can just be honest and I can go on stage and talk about enjoying sex and I can have conversations with people about things like sex toys and about really again like prioritizing pleasure and I think that's really fucking cool that I, I can be open and honest about that I do believe that that is leaning a little bit more into the fact that most of my partnerships right now are very sexually focused so when I put that energy out there, even if it's on a dating app, like because I put like what I do for work and what I do for comedy and the podcast is out there and my comedy is out there on Instagram and whatever. I'm meeting people when I'm out doing comedy at comedy shows or things like that. And so a lot of the men that I'm currently seeing, like casually or otherwise, or like hookups are, again, like sex first connections in a lot of ways. And Obviously, I'm still feeling some type of a connection with them because the sex is shit if I don't. And I've been really honest and I talk about that like even on dating apps, it's in my profile that I'm like connection first, sex second, because I have to enjoy you as a human <laughs> uh, if I'm going to be able to come very hard. So like, let's find some middle ground. But yes, like right now that like foot forward I have is this like very sex positive, hedonistic energy. And that has meant that I'm having some like really great hot sex with some really hot dudes. And I'm super happy about that. Like that is one thing coming out of this pandemic-ish time. Like I miss being a hoe and I'm now able to go out and be a hoe. And that's awesome. So like ticked that, like that itch has been scratched. <laughs> and I'm not like done having a hot sex with hot dudes. Like that's definitely still something I would like to continue to do. I still have some men in my life that I am casually seeing that I will continue to have hot casual sex with. And that's great. But like I want to fall in love, babes. <laughs> and I just feel like 
I know I've talked about how I don't think I'm going to meet this person on a dating app, but I also am really bad at just like sitting around and hoping I'm going to meet someone somewhere. So going on dating apps and swiping and meeting with people and going on dates just feels like I'm being proactive in this overall goal of finding love. And it, it definitely comes in waves. Like I think last week well, I was feeling a little bit like, fuck, I'm going to be alone forever. <laughs> so we do like slip into those gentle valleys of negative self-talk. I know we all do and I definitely do. And so I did some aggressive swiping on Tinder and like now I'm talking to seven different people. I've got two dates lined up for this week. So I think part of it is like continuing to be active on the apps like I'm connected with someone who's also non-monogamous and I think like I can specifically find people who are open to polyamory on the apps because it's easier to be transparent where when you meet someone in real life and whatever you meet them at a bar you're talking that isn't like the first thing that comes up in conversation and I don't always want it to be the first thing that comes up in conversation and I think this is now again I just want to apologize sometimes these episodes get rambly and I don't know if that bothers you. If it does, send me a DM. <laughs> but this is very much stream of consciousness. Um, I just wanted to let you know that if you notice I'm being rambly, I know I am too and I'm fine with it, okay? Because it's my podcast and I make the rules. <laughs> so, okay, this is the next struggle that I'm having. And this struggle is I'm currently feeling disconnected from my non-monogamy, like my polyamorous self. And, like, this year is 10 years since my ex-husband and I first rolled the non-monogamy dice and talked about opening up our relationship and then took action on that. And when I look back at the last decade of my non-monogamy and how much it's changed, like, I have evolved and grown and how I did non-monogamy a decade ago and how I'm doing it now are very different, but... The, the reason I'm polyamorous, like when it comes down to it, it is having that capacity for multiple connections and multiple romantic connections. And right now it's like my meter for like romantic fulfillment is so low. Like I'm aching for a romantic connection. And there is a part of me that worries that because I'm so public and open and honest about being non-monogamous and being polyamorous that there are some people who will make their own opinions or preconceptions about what what that means and what I'm looking for and often like coming to me from a more sexual like sex forward uh I guess like intention because like that's a lot of people when they hear non-monogamy they're like oh you just like like to fuck and whatever and like yeah that's a big part of it but that's not what I'm currently seeking and I think when I look at dating people who are non-monogamous like the best partnerships I've had with people who are openly non-monogamous are people who are already partnered and it's because they're like in it you know and when someone isn't partnered and they're non-monogamous, like that I've encountered, they're either like solo poly and they're taking some time to just be solo and date multiple partners, or they are looking more for like sexy connections than longer term connections. And it, I've talked about this in the podcast before where it feels a little bit like there's this 
polyamorous party going on that I can't get into because I don't I don't have a partner and I don't have someone to like help me into those circles and then I'm also finding that when I am connecting with people and they're like cool that I'm being non-monogamous again it's like it just gets really sexy really quick and that's not what I'm seeking today you know and I think it's almost a deterrent being open to varying connections because then it's like, yeah, if someone else is open to varying connections, cool. But if they're horny that day, then like, sure, let's go casual because it's like easy and low maintenance or whatever. You know what I mean? And I miss that like slowly getting to know someone over dates and conversation. And that is like really 100% of what I'm seeking. And when it comes to meeting people in real life, like everyone I'm spending time with right now are comedians <laughs> or audience members at comedy shows. And yeah, I do think like it would be a super meet cute story if I like found my next partner at a comedy show and they were like in the audience and it was fucking adorable. That was great. Right now, the only comedy audience members I'm connecting with are hot young boys who I fuck. <laughs> and again, nothing wrong with that. That's super fun. Having a great time but isn't helping the overall uh, yearning for, like, real connection. So it comes down to, like, w- when do I talk about my non-monogamy? And part of this is dating apps. So on dating apps, like, it says right in my profile that I'm polyamorous or I'm ethically non-monogamous. Like, I allude to it in some way on each of my profiles. And that will mean some people just won't bother swiping because they're not looking for that, and that's Okay. So the intention is, like, I will have that there because I don't want someone to swipe for me if they're not cool with the fact that I want to be non-monogamous. But there's a second level of that where it's like I want to explain my version of non-monogamy to people before they, like, make up their own opinion. Because I have had partners that I've been monogamish with for a while where we didn't see anyone else for a period of time because it was new and exciting. We were infatuated with each other. And, like, right now, seeing one person and having, like, a really fun, intimate connection with them sounds fucking lovely. So it's understanding that, like, yes, I do believe that to my core I'm non-monogamous. And I think that's how I'm wired. And I think I will be in non-monogamous, polyamorous partnerships for the rest of my life. That doesn't mean that I might not have periods of monogamy, even whatever, like for six months or whatever. That's what I've had before when, again, it's like I am i don't have other people in my life that I'm interested in connecting with emotionally. It doesn't mean that I'm closed off to it if I happen to meet someone else wonderful when I'm in a connection already. But it, it doesn't mean that I'm like going hunting for more connections because right now when you're single as a non-monogamous person, and you get into a really fun connective partnership, you're just going to enjoy that partnership for a minute, like however long that is. And it's not like I go on a really wonderful date or a few dates with someone and it's like, okay, so now I'm going to spend all my time like swiping on Tinder looking for someone else. I really do just want like to experience a really wonderful, fun, romantic connection. And I'm not saying that that needs to necessarily be like a partnership that lasts for five years. I just think I am looking for someone who wants to connect on a deeper emotional level and that like that really is what I'm looking for so do I just take being non-monogamous out of my profiles because right now like I'm open to a monogamous connection 
does that mean that I'm still like then like whatever I go on a few dates with someone and then they're like hey I actually want to be monogamous then we have that conversation and it's like yeah right now am I feeling like we have the kind of fulfillment that I could do monogamously for a while cool yeah let's roll the dice on that there isn't anyone I'm currently casually seeing that I would be like brokenhearted to stop sleeping with (laughs) because they are all very casual partnerships and that doesn't mean that they're any less valuable or less fun it just means that I can put them on pause if I want to because they are chill and like infrequent so I ask the question to the void (laughs) do I just keep things super basic in my profile and just like talk about who I am and then we get to the non-monogamy conversation when we get to the non-monogamy conversation is that setting me up to just like connect with someone who I think is wonderful who I'm deeply incompatible with do I think that having a period of monogamy would be okay like would I be open to that do I continue to just be really upfront and honest and eventually I'll find someone lovely who is the exact type of person that I'm looking for is my next partner like currently monogamous but would they be open to being non-monogamous down the road Is it better to start a partnership as monogamous and then set your own rules and move forward from there? These are my questions, babes. And I know some people come to this podcast for advice and I'm telling you that I don't know what the fuck to do right now because at the end of the day, I'm looking to fall in love. And that's like my number one priority. And again, I'm not expecting that I'm going to go on a date with someone and be like, oh my God, I'm going to fall in love with this person. Amazing. It's going to happen right away. But I want to be getting into relationships where there is the possibility of a real romantic connective connection. And it's tough not to like take everything I'm currently doing when it comes to looking for partners and throw it all away because it's not working because the world isn't working properly yet and I could continue to do exactly what I'm doing and three months from now be in a really wonderful relationship or I could change everything I'm doing and eight months from now I could still be single as fuck (laughs) so I think so first of all if you have thoughts on this whether you're monogamous or non-monogamous, maybe you're someone on the other side of things and you have opinions on how you feel when someone writes that they're monogamous or non-monogamous in a profile. How does that impact your interest in swiping for them or going on a date with them or whatever that is? If you are someone who is monogamous but open to non-monogamy, when do you want to have that conversation? Like, is that a deterrent or is that something positive you see in a profile or when you talk to someone? Are you someone that's non-monogamous and would be open to monogamy? Like, how do you communicate that with your partners? If you hear something in the background, babes, I'm sorry for the recording. (laughs) They're doing lawn work outside. Um, But yeah, I'm really just trying to identify, like, where do I go next? And I don't have the answers. So maybe there's someone who's listening to this podcast who has some advice for me on where you think I should go with this next. Because... I don't want to get rid of everything that I'm doing, but I do feel like I need to do something a little bit differently. And obviously the shift from trying to meet more people in real life has been something I'm working on, but that's really just like an occupational thing. Like I'm out doing comedy anyway, so I'm out. And yeah, when I'm 
out on my own I'll like take myself out for a drink and try and be open to talking to other people like I am still doing all of those things and I'm still doing the apps because it does feel like I'm doing something instead of nothing and at the end of the day when it comes to like wanting to get into another partnership and wanting to fall in love I do feel like I have to be doing something (laughs) to feel like I'm working towards that goal because I am a planner and I've always been a planner and I'm trying to focus on a bit of spontaneity and allow the universe to help dictate like where my life is headed and what I'm doing but I also want to make sure that again I'm like setting myself up for success and I don't really know what success looks like right now babes so what I'm asking of you if you really just like if you have any advice for what I've talked about shoot me a message you can either dm me on instagram my instagram is jesse underscore underscore olson and that's j-e-s-s-i-e underscore underscore o-l-s-e-n you can shoot me an email at uh, your place or mine to at gmail.com or if you go to jessieolsoncomedy.com all my contact information all my social links are there uh come to a show and tell me what the fuck i should be doing <laughs> and i think when I look forward to like where I'm headed, what I'm doing, I'm feeling very privileged that my life is pretty fucking dope right now. I am able to do comedy like five to six nights a week through a mix of my own shows and performing on other people's shows and doing mics. I have amazing friends in my life right now who I have a lot of fun going out with and they're super supportive and we just really have fucking fantastic times. I have like an amazing circle of acquaintances outside of my closest friends and I've met so many people through comedy who are fucking awesome that I really enjoy spending time with a lot of them are also smoking hot so I just get to like hang out and harmlessly flirt (laughs) with hot people on a regular basis and that's awesome I'm really happy that I'm in this amazing apartment in this really cool place in Toronto and that I live in Toronto at all because I love this city I love everything that it has to offer and it's also full of really hot great people And I think my chances of meeting someone wonderful in Toronto are better than they would be in somewhere like Guelph where I grew up or small towns where there just isn't the same opportunity for connecting with new people. And I really just like get to do what I love all the time and I have a really cool part-time gig and it's like, yeah, sure, comedy's not paying like crazy and I'm not as uh, doing as well financially as I would like to be doing, but I'm moving in a really awesome direction and it means that I also get to like sleep in every day and do whatever the fuck I want most of the time and that's pretty dope. And then I get to have this podcast where I get to talk to all of you and you keep coming back and listening to more episodes and that sparks joy. So, babes, I know this might have come across a little bit like a complainy, why am I alone episode, but I'm feeling that, and I think that's valid. And, babes, if you're also feeling like, fuck, I'm ready to be in love, I'm here. (laughs) You want to talk about it? Shoot me a message. Because, yeah, it is easier than ever right now to get laid. If you want to get laid, I can help you out, okay? I was at Oasis last week. There's a lot of people there looking to fuck. Again, I've got a bunch of dates lined up. I could have had sex with four different people the other night when I was on Tinder at 1 o'clock in the morning. So it is a lot easier to get laid right now because people are out of their houses, they're horny, and the sun is shining, which is great. But yeah, 
I can also fuck myself pretty great with all my love shop toys. <laughs> and so sometimes I'm just going to like, it's better to do it on my own than to have a stranger come over to my place in the middle of the night. So maybe that's also kind of why like just the sex only stuff with partners is less enticing. Cause like, I'm really good at doing it myself. <laughs> And now I like have a couple of guys who are like paying me to send them audio clips of me doing it on my own. So it's like, I'm just getting into sex work hobbying or sex hobbying, uh, like the episode I did with Kelsey Ryan. So babes looking to fall in love. Uh, if any of you are in love with me, uh, and we know each other and I've been flirted with you, let me know. <laughs> Let's go for a drink. See if we have any connection. If you know someone who you think would be a perfect fit for me, also match make away, my babes, because I'm fucking ready to be in love. I'm also an amazing partner. Like, I love being in love. I love doing things for partners. Uh, I'm really, really fucking great at it. And I'm a good cook. I'm just going to keep pitching myself, okay? I'm funny. I do great things. I'm independent. <laughs> give really good foot massages okay I'm done babes thanks for listening to another episode I'm figuring all this out you're figuring all this out we're figuring all this out so babes I really appreciate you coming back to listen uh, again I have any advice slide into the dms if you're in love with me slide into the dms if you want to go for a drink whatever slide into the dms babes I hope you are all having fun out there staying safe enjoying some of the sunshine make sure you're following me on instagram and if you want to come out to a comedy show to see some of these sexy comics we've got a lot coming up in june you can find all of the links at jessieolsoncomedy.com babes remember at the end of the day pleasure yourself first (laughs) and then look for connections that serve you that's what i'm going to keep focusing on because i'm a hot babe i've got hot babe energy soon i'm going to find a hot babe to fall in love with putting that out into the universe so go out and flirt have some fun and i'll be back again with another episode next monday bye babes